Hello, and welcome to Saint Stories for Kids, a weekly podcast full of fun stories and facts about the holy men and women that have come before us. I'm your host, Chantal Barros. Saint Stories for Kids is brought to you by Shining Light Dolls. Discover award-winning Catholic dolls, books, and more. Catholic mom designed, Catholic kid approved. Visit www.shininglightdolls.com to learn more and sign up to receive free coloring page printables while you're there. Today we'll be telling the story of St. Catherine of Bologna, whose feast is celebrated on March 9th. Catherine was born on September 8th in 1413 in Bologna, Italy. Her parents were of the upper class, and as a result, Catherine grew up in the court of the Marquis of Ferrara and was a lady-in-waiting to his wife. In that environment, she was able to receive some education in reading, writing, and music. At age 13, Catherine left the court and joined a community of Augustinians. But the sisters, after some debate, decided that they would prefer to be Franciscan. And so, in 1431, their home was converted into the observant Poor Clare convent of Corpus Domini. In 1455, she was asked to go and form a new convent in Bologna, where she lived as the abbess for the rest of her life. During her life, Catherine wrote a number of works, copied and illustrated her own breviary, and created spiritual art. Her best-known book is The Seven Spiritual Weapons Necessary for Spiritual Warfare, which greatly helped her campaign for canonization. St. Catherine of Bologna is the patron saint of artists, the liberal arts, Bologna, Italy, and Against Temptations. Now it's time for our story. Catherine's eyelids felt so heavy, she could barely keep her eyes open. She forced them back open with great effort and looked around the dinner table. The other sisters were happily eating and discussing what they had done that day. They smiled and laughed. It was such a lovely community of women. But Catherine was exhausted and didn't feel any of the joy that filled the room. She hadn't slept much the night before, or the night before that, or the night before that. In fact, she couldn't remember the last time she had slept well. She had started to feel guilty whenever she rested and wasn't praying. Catherine was a very good and holy woman, and so the devil had started to bother her with his lies. You're not good enough, he said to her. You don't do enough, he sneered. If you really loved God, you wouldn't do anything but pray. All of the lies had left her feeling very anxious. Maybe God wasn't listening. Maybe she needed to pray more. Maybe she really wasn't doing enough. So out of fear and anxiety, she decided she would have to pray day and night. And now she was exhausted. She was so tired that she wasn't doing anything well anymore and she was getting depressed. She yawned and picked at her food, too tired to even want to eat. A few of the other sisters smiled at her and she smiled back weakly. She didn't want them to worry, even though they already were worried. Everyone could tell that she was struggling. Catherine finished her dinner and went back to her room to pray. The noises of the convent slowly died down as each of the other sisters went to sleep. But Catherine forced herself to stay awake and continued praying. Just one more prayer, she thought as her head bobbed sleepily. Just one more prayer, she yawned, and fell asleep kneeling next to the bed, her head resting on the mattress. Catherine couldn't have been asleep long when she awoke to the sound of a voice gently calling her name. Catherine, the voice said, wake up, Catherine. She lifted her head from her bed and saw before her one of her favorite saints, St. Thomas of Canterbury. He was dazzlingly bright, dressed in pontifical vestments. 
He smiled at her and then knelt down. Catherine was so excited to see him, and she watched him carefully as he prayed, determined to imitate this man she deeply respected. But after praying for some time, he did something she did not expect at all. He laid down and went to sleep. Catherine could hardly believe her eyes. It was amazing enough to see a vision of one of her favorite saints, but now he was asleep on the floor of her room. What on earth could this mean, she thought. She continued watching, and eventually he awoke, got up, and said some more prayers, and then came over to Catherine and offered her his hands to kiss. She devoutly kissed them, and then looked up at the man's kindly face. Dear Catherine, he said, you are not to wear yourself out, even with prayer and good works. The Lord wants you to relax, rest, and renew yourself so that you can return to your duties with new strength and vigor. Remember to pray, but then you must place yourself in God's hands with confidence, knowing that he has heard your prayers and will care for you always. Catherine was filled with joy and peace at the words of her favorite saint. This was exactly what she needed to hear to undo the lies of the devil, and she felt this message seep deep into her heart. It was the truth. She could place herself into the hands of God and relax. He would take care of her. She could do all she could, and God would take care of the rest. With another smile, St. Thomas of Canterbury vanished, leaving Catherine alone in her room again. Smiling, Catherine got into bed and slept better than she had ever slept before. The story of St. Catherine of Bologna reminds us that we can rest peacefully, confident that God will always hold us in the palm of his hand. St. Catherine of Bologna, pray for us. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope you enjoyed the story. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, tell a friend, and reviews are always appreciated. Until next time!